This is Law of Attraction Explored. I'm your host, Tim Grimes. If you've been liking this show, then I suggest you take a look at my new book, The Law of Attraction Simplified, because that book really goes into a lot of detail about what we're talking about in all these episodes, and it gives a contextual framework that will deepen your understanding of everything we're discussing. You can find The Law of Attraction Simplified on Amazon, as well as all my other books. And for more information or to ask me a question, you can visit RadicalCounselor.com. Enjoy the episode. So I wanted to talk today about a very important point when it comes to changing ourselves and how to practically apply the Law of Attraction. And that is that what we're doing is self-improvement, meaning that what improves ourselves is ourself. There's no one else that can do it for us. We have to want to do it. We have to have the desire to do it. And we have to do it. Now, as I've talked about a lot, this is all practically based, okay? This isn't a, a judgment about whether you're doing something right or wrong. If you find that you can't change yourself and you want to change yourself and you're unable to for a a long period of time or a short period of time and you feel bad about that, this isn't about beating yourself up over that, okay? This is meant to be not a harshly judgmental process. This is not about, you know, thinking you're a bad person because you can't change in the way that you want to. And remember what I always say, everything is okay right now. Literally, everything is okay right now. When we just relax and we let the overthinking go and we relax into the moment, everything is okay right now. So when we talk about changing ourselves, we're doing so in a very gentle, non-judgmental way. Relax into it as best you can, as we always say. Relax into the feeling that you want. Relax into the person that you want to be and utilizing your imagination to become and be the person you want to be. Relax into it. And because we're discussing these themes, I thought that we could quote a little bit of Neville because Neville is one of the best, if not the best, at talking about this. Today I thought that I would share a couple of brief excerpts from a lecture he gave called Changing the Feeling of I and that I edited and put in a short collection of his lectures from 1953 in a small book called The Wealth Mindset. And what I'm going to quote to you from Neville, as I said, is very important and I think very helpful when we're attempting to change ourselves. In this lecture, Neville references a man named Jimmy Fuller who transformed himself by applying these principles from somebody who had virtually no money to somebody who was making hundreds of thousands of dollars a year. Back when hundreds of thousands of dollars a year was the equivalent of today being millions of dollars a year. And Jimmy Fuller was black, and he had no external means that were favorable when he started this process of self-transformation, and he transformed himself. So it's definitely worth looking at the wealth mindset and studying what Neville's talking about in it and studying the story of Jimmy Fuller because it's very helpful. And we're going to isolate a specific part of this lecture, a specific part of Neville's advice here on how to change the feeling of I, on how to transform yourself successfully, 
on a practical level. So Neville starts this by referencing Jimmy Fuller's story. And he says, I'll not go along with those who believe that unless you have certain things to start with, you can't apply this law. You can start now from scratch and choose the being you want to be. You aren't going to change the pigment of your skin, but you'll find your accent or the pigment of your skin or your so-called racial background will not be a hindrance. For if a man is ever hindered, it can only be the state of consciousness in which he abides that hinders him. Man is freed or constrained by the state of mind in which he persists. If you wish to persist in your current state, well, then persist in it. But I warn you, no one cares. And that's an awful blow when a man discovers that no one, no one but himself, really cares. We find ourselves weeping with ourselves in the hope of getting others to weep with us. And what an awful shock when the day arrives and we discover that no one really ever cared. They'll give us some little listening ear for a moment, just as they were passing by, but they really don't care. When we make this discovery, we shake ourselves out of it and boldly appropriate the gift our Father gave us before the world was. And this gift is our imagination, according to Neville, or whatever term we want to use, you know, our subconscious, God, our energetic healing powers, whatever term you want to use. The gift is, assuming that you want to be something, you become it. At least on any type of practical level. If it's within the laws of nature, as Kuei says. The point is, if you assume you are something, you become it. And that's why Neville says, For if a man is ever hindered, it is only the state of consciousness in which he abides that hinders him. Man is freed or constrained by the state of mind in which he persists. And if you don't like how you're feeling, you can change your state of mind. And here's the nuanced point that I wanted to go over. I think it's so important and something that a lot of people don't understand. If you feel bad, if you're not happy with your state of mind, if you're not happy with your life, if you feel like your inner world, your emotional state is in turmoil a lot of the time, no one cares except for you. No one cares. As Neville writes, if you wish to persist in your current state, well, then persist in it. But I warn you, no one cares. And that's an awful blow when a man discovers that no one, no one but himself, really cares. We find ourselves weeping with ourselves in the hope of getting others to weep with us. And what an awful shock when the day arrives that we discover that no one really ever cared. This is a... Uh, Big boy, big girl, psychology and advice. That's the truth. Most of us have loved ones that we're close to, people in our life that are very important to us, but even our closest family and friends, our parents, our spouses, our partners, our children, even they don't really care about our inner state to the degree that we think they might or should the only person who really cares about your inner state, really cares, is you. Just you. Not me. Not your spouse. Not your parents. Not your child. You. It's all you. It's all you. You're in a big bowl 
of you. And what are you going to do with it? What are you going to do with it? This is the law of attraction. This is one reason of many why Neville's so great, because he articulates this so well. No one cares but you. If you're dissatisfied by your current state, how you currently feel, you can change it. And the only person who's really, really going to care if you change it is yourself. Other people might be happy by your new state unquestionably. They might be ecstatic by how you've changed. But the only person who cares enough to actually do it and change it for you is yourself. If you want to cry to others and say how bad you feel and always talk to friends and family about how lousy things are, well, in all likelihood, that's what you're going to get more of in your life. It can be helpful to sometimes do that in a therapeutic or counseling session. But in a non-professional environment, if you're constantly complaining to others, you're just really complaining to yourself. And you're going to get more of that in all likelihood. What we can do is select what we want to be. Focus on that. Focus on that feeling. Focus on the nowness of it. It's not something that we become later on. It's something that we become now inwardly in our imagination. Neville, as most of you know, is a master at explaining this. For instance, in this lecture he says, If you'll see all things are now, you don't become. You simply select the state that you would occupy. Occupying it, you become it now. It's already a fact. Every aspect of that state, in its most minute detail, it's worked out and taking place. You, by occupying the state, still seem to have to go through the action of unfolding that state. But the state is really now, already completely finished and taking place. He goes on to say, to summate that brilliant paragraph, by saying, So right now, you can choose the being you want to be. Okay? That's the law of attraction for you. To review, if a person is ever hindered, it can only be the state of consciousness in which they abide that hinders them. You're freed or constrained by the state of mind in which you persist. If you wish to persist in your current state, well, then persist in it. But nobody cares but you. No one cares. You're not going to get help from another if you don't like your current state. And if you don't like your current state, occupy a new state imaginatively. Feel it. Feel it now. It already is. It's not becoming. It's now in the mind. Asking and receiving are two ends of the same thing, as H. Emily Cady says. Right now, you can choose the being you want to be. You can choose the state you want to occupy. I know many of you are very familiar with these concepts and ideas, but I think when it comes to the law of attraction, it's important that we are reminded of them again and again. And Neville is a master at reminding us of these important fundamentals. You know, a small book like The Wealth Mindset has so many points that we can go back to again and again. And one of the most important points, in my opinion, is the very sobering yet liberating point he makes that no one cares. No one cares but yourself.